on the web since 1996. This is Cinematic Sound. Welcome back to Cinematic Sound Radio. My name is Eric Woods and I'm your host. And this is the show dedicated to the music of film, television, and video games. And on today's program, we're featuring the music of Mark McKenzie. We have a lot to present for you during this second hour. We're going to be featuring four film scores and a concert work. We begin with music from the 1995 film, My Family, Mia Familia. And this film traces over three generations of an immigrant family as they face many trials, tribulations, tragedies, and triumphs along the way. For this story, composer Mark McKenzie composed about 20 minutes of music, which contains a variety of emotions from suspense and excitement to drama and tenderness. The original soundtrack release contained only three score cuts, so when it came down to producing a promotional album, Mark McKenzie took the opportunity to release some previously unreleased material on the album. The album is called Compassione, and now I'm pleased to present music from the film My Family, Mia Familia, with music composed by Mark McKenzie.
Music from the original motion picture soundtrack to My Family, Mia Familia, with music composed and conducted by Mark McKenzie. And those selections come off a promotional album called Compassione, which was released in 2001. We have to take another break, but when we return, we will feature another score written by Mark McKenzie in 1995, this time to the comedy Dr. Jekyll and Miss Hyde. You're listening to Cinematic Sound Radio right here on cinematicsound.net. We'll be back right after this. You're listening to the film, television, and video game music radio show, Cinematic Sound. Welcome back to Cinematic Sound Radio. My name's Eric Woods, and on today's program, we are listening to the music of Mark McKenzie. Up next is music from another score that Mark McKenzie wrote in 1995 called Dr. Jekyll and Miss Hyde. And for this film, he teamed up with... Director David Price, who Mackenzie worked with on Son of Darkness 2 back in 1991. In this score, one of Mark Mackenzie's goals was to give Dr. Jekyll and Miss Hyde a sense of fun, no matter how devious Dr. Jekyll's dark feminine side became. This is an interesting twist on the Dr. Jekyll tale, as Dr. Jekyll, instead of turning into a monster, eventually turns into a woman. Miss Hyde, played by Sean Young. Now, because Dr. Jekyll goes through so many transformations and finds himself in many different situations, the film needed a fun main theme that could be manipulated in a wide variety of ways. The Overture, for example, has four variations of the main Dr. Jekyll-Helen theme. This theme is heard in many different forms throughout the score. This is an incredibly fun score, really over-the-top, huge orchestral score. Uh, one, of the, one of my favorite comedy scores of all time. And this is one that Mark McKenzie had a lot, a lot of fun with, especially the first track, which is just simply called Old Movie Music. It is super
Music from the original motion picture soundtrack to the 1995 film Dr. Jekyll and Miss Hyde. The original score was composed by Mark McKenzie. Fantastic recording, too, which was uh, done by recording engineer Andy Waterman. And the original soundtrack recording is available on Introtter Records. We have to take a quick break, but when we return, more music from composer Mark McKenzie. Stay tuned. We'll be right back right after this. This is Cinematic Sound On Demand. Welcome back to Cinematic Sound Radio. This is the show dedicated to the music of film, television, and video games. My name is Eric Woods, and I'm your host, and I'm really hoping you're enjoying today's program as we're listening to the fantastic music of composer Mark McKenzie. We skip ahead a couple of years to the disappearance of Garcia Lorca. And the information that I compiled about this film and the score was taken from an article written by Rudy Kopel for Soundtrack Magazine in 1997. Now, the score for The Disappearance of Garcia Lorca was written within strict time limitations as Mark McKenzie only had three and a half weeks to write and then record the score for three days in August and September of 1996. Since being such an immensely emotional person, for the first time in Mark McKenzie's composing career, he decided not to be overly technical. He just threw out all of the preoccupations with technique that he had had in the past and wrote completely from the heart. And man, can you really hear it in this score. It's not that he doesn't write from the heart in all of his other scores. I mean, every score just has so much emotion jam-packed into the music. So the music for this film has uh, tons of thematic material punctuating and enhancing the characters and primary elements of the story. In addition, there are plenty of solo instruments and vocals featured in the orchestration from passionate flamenco singing and solo guitar to solo piano and a cymbalum, which is a Hungarian or gypsy string instrument played with hammers. What we're going to play for you right now is a fantastic suite that concludes the album called the Federico Garcia Lorca Orchestral Suite. It's uh, just under 11 minutes in length, and as I said, it's a fantastic ending to this wonderful, wonderful album. So here it is, music from The Disappearance of Garcia Lorca with original score, composed by Mark McKenzie.
Music from the original motion picture soundtrack to The Disappearance of Garcia Lorca, released in 1997. That was the orchestral suite, which concludes the album that is available on Intrada Records. Up next is music from the 1999 film Durango, which is a made-for-TV movie produced by Hallmark Hall of Fame and told the story of a young man in 1939 Ireland that decides to lead a 40-mile cattle drive rather than selling his cattle to a corrupt local buyer. Mark McKenzie set out to compose a melodic score filled with tenderness, humor, passion, and drama. It was composed for a 70-piece orchestra. It's a thematic score that is heavy in Irish flavor, which, of course, it's supposed to be. In preparing to write the score, McKenzie researched Irish folk songs, which he noted are rich in beauty. He played through as many Irish folk songs as he could. Those folk elements come through in the orchestration, as at times McKenzie makes use of traditional Irish instruments such as the Yulian pipes, penny whistle, recorders, and panpipes. Again, one of the very best scores that Mark McKenzie has ever written, which was highlighted by the beautiful and moving overture, which opens up the album and concludes our suite. Not only is this one of Mark McKenzie's best, it was easily one of the best scores written in 1999. And now music from Durango.
music from the original motion picture soundtrack to Durango, released in 1999. With music composed by Mark McKenzie and performed by the City of Prague Philharmonic Orchestra. And the original soundtrack recording, again, available on Intrata Records. Before we conclude this hour, we're going to play a, a unique concert work that was composed in 1998 called The Lion and the Mouse. The University of Wisconsin-Eau Claire commissioned this piece as a way to celebrate the music school's 50th anniversary. Mark felt that the best way to celebrate 50 years of excellence in music education was to compose a children's introduction to the orchestra and educate the music students of the next 50 years. The instrumentation is set up for a number of different orchestra sizes as follows. You get one narrator, woodwinds in twos or threes, four horns, two, three, four trumpets, trombones, one tuba, one harp, one celesta, one timpani, two or three percussion, violins, violas, cellos, and basses. The following is one of the most educational listens I uh, really have ever had. And uh, it's a piece that I've played to my own kids many times. And just as a bit of a trivia for you, the narrator in uh, this presentation is actually Mark McKenzie's daughter, who was 10 years old at the time of the recording. And now, Mark McKenzie's concert piece, written in 1998, called The Lion and the Mouse. This is a symphonic story about Mimo the Mouse and Loxar the Lion. The symphony orchestra has many instruments which you will hear, but first and most recognizable, of course, are the strings. As I introduce Mimo the Mouse and Loxar the Lion, let's see how many of the other instruments you recognize. Mimo the Mouse is very tiny and loves to run. Piccolos and flutes are Mimo's favorites, probably because they're so tiny. Now Mimo is very smart and very clever, as you can imagine listening to this English horn. I bet you weren't fooled when that mouse changed from English horn to oboe. They sound so similar, don't they? Like I said, that mouse is tricky. Now Mimo loves to joke around. Like those bassoons, that mouse gets carried away sometimes. Mimo was always looking for new friends to play with. Unlike those playful clarinets, Loxar the Lion could care less about playing with anyone. like those trombones and tuba we just heard.
that all Lokes are like to do is trumpet attention to himself. Did I say trumpet? Most of the time, Lokesar was ferocious, drumming up fear wherever he went. Lokesar lay asleep on a grassy meadow. While playing, Mimo accidentally ran across Lokesar's paw and woke him up. said Mimo. You thought I was too little to help you. But see, you owe your very life to a poor little mouse. After that, Lokesar and Mimo played together often, and they created a friendship that lasted a lifetime.